Your worth and your value are not defined by your work. And if you can dig deep into what you truly believe, do you believe that it's possible that you could achieve the dreams that you have without having to work hard, that it could come with ease, that you could actually carve out the ability for things to just happen out of a place of ease and flow? For some of the most pivotal years of my life, tears were tucked back and hidden behind a masquerade of being tough. Being a warrior, someone who could hustle, work hard, and get things done. But it wasn't until I started to get more in tune with who I really am that things took off in my business. Welcome to I Might Cry, a podcast exploring how heart, mind, body, and spirit are all deeply woven into the way we do business. With guest interviews from experts in business strategy, therapy, emotional intelligence, the human body, and so much more. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marks of Almond Leaf Studios. I've been capturing luxury weddings around the globe for decades and now have the privilege of educating others on how to build and grow profitable business doing what they love. I'm on a journey of self-discovery, of becoming more of the uniquely beautiful, messy, and complex human that I was created to be. And I want to invite you to do the same. Join me on this adventure of uncovering the walls we've built that keep us stuck in patterns of limitation so that we can journey into living life with arms and hearts wide open. Let's venture into this together. Hello, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about five things I wish I had known when I was starting my photography business way back in 2008. I actually photographed my first wedding in 2005 and started Almond Leaf Studios in 2008. So it has been a very long and certainly not linear journey of business growth and development. So I also want to pause and just let you know, I have children playing outside my office space and they are loud and there are giggles and screams. And I thought, what better way to just add a little joy? So if you hear them in the background, that's what's going on. I am all about progress over perfection. And so Here we are. We are going for it. I am not waiting for the perfect quiet space. We're just diving right in. Okay, so what are five things I wish I would have known when starting my business? The first, setting up an accounting software and a profit building system. Now, what do I mean by that? A lot of you are probably, especially if you're new to photography, you might be thinking, okay, great, that sounds awesome, but how do I do that? What is she talking about? I just want to back up and tell you, it took me like three years or more to switch to QuickBooks and to get a better CPA or an accountant. If you have not done that, there's no shame, but I promise you it'll make your life a whole lot easier. Now, I don't have a lot of experience with spreadsheets. Honestly, spreadsheets kind of freak me out. Like I look at a spreadsheet and I feel like my body kind of like starts to cringe and close up. Like I just, I don't know, me and spreadsheets, like I know that they're so wonderful. And some of you are, you know, built and hardwired that way where like a spreadsheet is all you need and you can keep track of all your expenses and, and do all of that. For me, my brain just doesn't work that way. And so getting into QuickBooks was one of the best decisions ever. Now, you can choose to do your own bookkeeping for that, or you can have your CPA or hire somebody to do bookkeeping for you. Regardless of what you choose, I would definitely recommend hiring somebody to get you set up in QuickBooks. I think that was one of the smartest investments that we made. I quickly got into there and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And 
I need some help. (laughs) And so I think that's one of the best things I could say is recognize your zone of genius, recognize where you are super talented, what lights you up, what you get excited about. If QuickBooks is not one of those, if bookkeeping is not one of those, then hire somebody to help you. I was having consistent financial growth until we switched to shooting film. So a lot of my journey, I just kind of built my business on word of mouth and it was just slowly snowballing, like getting better and better actually, until I switched to shooting film. And at that point, I really had no idea that I was starting to use up all of my profit with film expenses. I never sat down to really do the math to figure out what film was going to cost me. And so I found myself about a year later in a very, very scary place where I was like, oh my gosh, like we've brought in more money. We've grossed more revenue than we ever have. And yet like we can't pay our bills. (laughs) And so I feel like one of the things that I've grieved is that a profit building system would have actually prevented that. If I had set up some kind of system to build profit earlier in my career, I think that would have really, really helped significantly. The book that we have used and the resource that we use now, the the method that we follow is with Profit First. And I can't recommend it enough. I'm going to make sure it's linked in the show notes. We have a link there so you can grab your copy. Profit First is one of the, the most profound books. It's really... There's so many books and resources out there about finances and especially in business, but this one is really geared towards creative. So it really helps you kind of think through things a little differently and and really make sense of it as a creative entrepreneur. The other thing is understanding the difference between gross income and net income. I think if I had really spent some time and energy diving into that a little earlier, it would have been super, super helpful. I'm not going to get into all of that now. You can literally just Google it. Or again, if you're hiring a CPA or an accountant to get you set up with QuickBooks, ask them to kind of explain to you and walk you through it. Setting yourself up for financial success. We learned a lot of things the hard way, you guys. And if you're like us, your mind just doesn't naturally think about the numbers. You're thinking about the art of it. My guess is you want to show up and offer what you do because you love it. You know that you're really good at it. You have this beauty, this creativity that you offer the world, and you just want to do what you do. You don't care about the numbers. You feel bogged down by some of the logistics of running a business. And so that's why, again, I want to encourage you. I want you to lean into hiring people, investing in yourself, believing in yourself and in your skill and in your business enough that you can hire somebody to take those things off your plate because you were not created to need to learn all these other pieces of business ownership. You should be able to lean into only what you do. You should be doing what you are a absolute freaking genius at. That's what you should be spending your time and energy in. And you should be able to hire somebody else to do it. Because honestly, what ends up happening is that you're able to create more income doing what you love and somebody else can accomplish that same task that it would take you 12 hours to do, they can do it in one because it's their zone of genius. So invest in yourself and in your business and outsource that stuff. Okay, number two, the second thing that I wish I had known when I was starting my photography business was to create a stream of passive income. We are in a service-based business where we have the exchange of time for dollars. And that's wonderful, except if you get into a situation where for any reason at all, you are not able to physically show up to provide that service, 
things start to unravel. It gets a little scary. And I want to prevent that for you. I wish I had known earlier in my business that that was possible. So I want you to imagine some different scenarios of streams of passive income. It could be anything from a PDF or a course. It could be geared towards other people in your industry. It could be geared towards the couples that you provide, the the couples that you serve, some kind of resource that you could grow that doesn't have a cap or a limit on it, where you don't have to physically show up because you only have a certain amount of time available to you. And I don't want you capped in your income by the time that you have allotted. I want you to have a business that is developing, that is able to expand beyond the time that you want to invest. I want you to be able to be growing your business while you're hanging out with your kids or you're like sitting on a beach in St. John. Okay. I want you to have some passive income rolling in. That could be a print shop that you've automated the prints on that. You're running ads to a print shop and you have, you know, some passive income coming in that way. This could be a course, a video, a PDF. It could be, there's so many things. You can dream up anything that is possible. You dream up what comes out of you. Sit down and spend some time. Reflective journaling would be my encouragement. And really like journal about what do you want to do? If you can get into that mindset, into that state of flow where things just kind of come out of you easily, they start to bubble out. For me, most often this happens in journaling. I want you to think about what feels truly aligned for you. Don't just set out on a mission to, you know, start a print shop just because you feel like you heard it in this podcast and so therefore you're supposed to do it. I want you to give your energy to the things that light you up. So think about a passive stream of income that would really excite you, that you would love to give your energy to, to setting up that process. Okay, number three. The third thing that I wish I had known when starting my photography business was to create workflows and systems. (laughs) I am raising my hand over here, you guys. I am the typical artist. I was an art major in college, studied all kinds of different mediums of art. And in that way, I I am such a classic artist. My brain does not think in workflows and systems. You guys, I am very much a off the cuff, go with the program, fly by the seat of my pants for much of my business career. And it wasn't until I started to implement workflows and systems that I started to actually understand the value that they have. By implementing those systems and investing in the time to create a workflow, I actually freed up so much more of my time. I was doing things manually for far, far, far too long in my business. And the amount of time that I have gotten back just by creating some workflows and systems has been incredible. On top of that, it's not very challenging to hire somebody to support you in that. Once you have a workflow or a system in place and you've already mapped it out, even if you've just mapped it on a paper, you could hire a virtual assistant to help you get that implemented into a system like Asana or ClickUp. ClickUp is what we use currently. We love it. We actually migrated from Asana. ClickUp is wonderful. Or in the project management software that you use, maybe for invoicing and all of that with your photography business. There are a million out there that I know of, HoneyBook, Tave, there are so many. And I don't really care of preference what you choose to use, but I would just encourage you to please spend a little time and energy really sitting down and mapping out the workflow in the system. Now, 
That feels a little bit like pulling teeth for me, but I have to think about the reward that comes at the end of it. If I sit down and spend the time and energy to really think through it all and create that system or create a workflow, it frees up so much of my time and energy, and I'm able to give energy to other things that I care so much more about. So for me, it's the trade-off and I need to do the work to sit down and be diligent, to get what's in my brain out on paper and create that workflow. From the moment a bride connects with you, there should be a process to the way that she moves through her experience with you, whether she books you or not. You should have that mapped out. If you do, it's going to make your life so much easier. Workflows from the moment that they book to the moment of the wedding day. Another workflow even from the wedding day to the end of their experience with you. Do they have albums? Do you have an album sales process? Do you have a referral system? Do you do family portraits, holiday portraits, newborn, whatever it is that you do, creating and crafting the most beautiful experience and putting it into a workflow that is repeatable will allow you to not only care for your clients really beautifully and allow them to make sure that no balls are getting dropped. You're not scrambling all the time to just be reactive to the emails that come into your inbox for people having requests. You're no longer reactive. It enables you to begin to approach your business from a place of proactivity. And that's what I want for you because that's where you're able to stop losing sleep at night and you're able to just trust that everybody's good. They, you've got them covered. They're moving through your process and you're going to take care of them. They're all going to have an amazing customer experience with you. So if you're like me and workflows and systems don't come naturally to you, this is your little nudge to spend a little time and energy making that happen. Number four, establishing boundaries around my personal life and working towards a healthy work-life balance. Whew, that's a big one for me, you guys. The growth that I have done in this area is incredible. It is exponential from what it was, especially that first couple of years of my business. I cannot tell you the unhealthy habits that I had. <laughs> you would balk at just how bad it was in those first couple of years of business ownership. I just really didn't know that it was possible for me to achieve the goals and the dreams that I had with ease, that it didn't have to be hard. And that really was rooted in some deep beliefs that I had that went back to my childhood, believing that in order for me to deserve the success that I want to achieve, I have to work really hard at it. And if that resonates with you, I just want to tell you that it does not have to be that way, that you can accomplish that with ease, that you can have boundaries around your family, your personal life, the things that you want to achieve just for you. You don't have to give all of your attention, your love, your care, your time to your business and to your clients. I put at risk my friendships. I put at risk my own personal health. I've come a long way with all of this, but I still have to be really intentional to choose to have exercise, boundaries, time with David, all of that, every step of the process for me. I am grateful for that. I'm grateful even for the mistakes that I made because they are a part of my journey that has led me to where I am today. They are a part of how I've gotten to here. Your worth and your value are not defined by your work. And if you can dig deep into what you truly believe, do you believe that it's possible that you could achieve the dreams that you have without having to work hard, that it could come with ease, that you could actually carve out the ability for things to just happen out of a place of ease and flow? If you can get really honest with yourself about that, 
and allow yourself to establish some boundaries around your personal life. From that place is where the work-life balance begins to happen easily, naturally, comfortably. All right, number five, the last thing is automation and outsourcing. I am so freaking passionate about automation and outsourcing now because it has completely changed my life. I think it is so easy for us to immediately think, well, that's great for you because you have the money and the ability to do that, but I can't afford to do that. I don't know how many times I've heard this in my coaching with other entrepreneurs, other photographers. I hear, well, I just can't afford to outsource yet. When the reality is, if we get really honest with ourselves, it's actually about the fact that we can't fathom letting go of control, that we truly need to control the situation. We can't fathom letting go and surrendering to allowing somebody else to do that. Because in reality, the truth is you actually can't afford not to. You can't afford not to outsource and not to automate things in your business. For so many years of my life, I told myself, well, I can't automate things. I have to do everything manually because I want to make sure that my clients are receiving this beautiful custom boutique experience with me. I want to make sure that they are getting my one-on-one time. They feel loved and cared for and that they know that I am there for them. They're not getting any kind of automation in my business. And (laughs) you know what? What I found is when I started to tiptoe and take baby steps into automation and implementing that into my business, my clients thanked me. They actually started getting better customer service. They were getting better responses. They were feeling a lot more cared for because we were so much more efficient and we weren't dropping balls because we were doing things manually. Things weren't falling through the cracks anymore. So I want to encourage you to consider implementing automation and outsourcing in your business. It is something I wish I had done so much earlier in my business. The heartbeat of my business is healthier because should I ever have to step out for any reason, or even if I just want to, if I want to take a vacation, there are now things that continue happening without me having to physically show up and do every ounce of the work myself. How freeing is that? Okay, so let's get really practical with this. Those are the five things that I wish I had known and done earlier in my career when I first started my photography business. But I want to leave you with some really tangible things. So what are some things that you could do today to start to make some changes in your business? I want you to find one thing in your business that you can automate or outsource. Maybe that's album design. We love align album design. I will link them in the show notes here too. So you can get started with them. If you want to start outsourcing that, free up your time that way. What about editing? We use a company called Vital Edit and we love them. Again, I will link them down below in the show notes. What if you could outsource an entire wedding of editing for like $200? I guarantee you, your time is worth more than that $200. Even if you have to go back and correct it, even if you have to develop a relationship, spend some time and energy developing a relationship with them, helping them understand your preferences and the way that you do this. Don't expect perfection right off the bat. It's a new relationship and you'll have to work with them, help make sure they understand what you're after. And you've got to communicate like any good relationship. The end result will only be as good as the communication is that's happening between you. So is editing something that you could fathom letting go of control of? Even if it's just for one event, one wedding, one portrait session, could you let go of control and just see what happens? What about email correspondence with potential clients or print fulfillment? What is one area in your business that you could just 
you know, loosen the grip just a little bit and begin to let go of control and allow automation or outsourcing to help supplement and support you in your business journey. The next thing I want you to do is find one way to create a passive stream of income in your business. Set a goal, create a plan, and then stick to it to be sure that it gets implemented. Find some way to envision what your life will look like once that passive income stream is in place, once it's installed, once you've achieved that goal. I want you to imagine that, that future version of yourself and keep that at the forefront of your mind so that you're able to actually follow through and achieve that goal. And then the last thing is, if you don't already have it, go get the book Profit First and start reading it. It'll change the way you set up your business and it will help you not get stuck in some of the sticky situations that we have over the years as artists who don't always think about the bottom line. I so deeply wish we had set up our business from day one using the Profit First method. And I want to encourage you to stop what you're doing now and go change it today. Keep following your dreams, finding beauty in the mundane, and inviting more good into this world. I'm so glad to have you. Thanks for spending your time with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast today, do us a favor and hit subscribe and then leave us a review. In fact, to celebrate the launch of this podcast, we're doing a giveaway of $100 via Venmo for one lucky reviewer each month for the first three months. All you have to do is leave a review and be sure to drop your Instagram handle in the review so we know how to get in touch. If you're looking for more, you can find us at almondleafstudios.com or on Instagram at almondleaf. Remember, you are enough. You are love, you are light, and you are worthy simply because you exist.